What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first ever episode of the Life, Love, and Music podcast. I am your beautiful and gracious host, Sandy, aka Sandra Jean, aka Sandy J. Um, man, thank you guys for sharing, liking, subscribing, following, all that good stuff. I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate the support. And man, it means a lot. It means a lot for sure. For sure. All right, man, let's get in here because I ain't going to hold you. I'm not. I'm not going to hold you. But let's get in here. And let's talk about this thing real quick. Um, This podcast is about life. It's definitely about love. And it's definitely going to be some music popping off. So um, speaking of music, the song of the day as it pertains to this particular podcast, uh, episode one. That time I got my first boyfriend. <laughs> so the soundtrack to that time sounded a lot like this. And this was actually one of our songs. So let's do it. And all the lovers around the world. I want to talk about the one I love. I know a lot of times you forget how they take good care of you. Okay, that's all we get. That's all we get to do. But anyway, let's hop in this thing real quick. You know what I mean? I'm not going to tell full-blown stories. I'm not going to tell all the details because, you know, people have feelings. People have the need for privacy, which I do. I definitely have the need for privacy. But in in an effort to um, be transparent, I have to share some of this with you guys. I have to. It's like there's no other way to... I guess cultivate the conversation and the dialogue about it. You know what I mean? Like, is this literally no other way? So, episode one, the time I got my first boyfriend. So, we're gonna fast forward like a year and two months into our relationship. <laughs> we're gonna fast forward like a year or two, uh, two months into us dating. Um, let me just give you some background. We met at church, ironically. Um, I think he said something to me or something. I don't remember how we like introduced each other I, I don't even i don't know either way somewhere along the lines he became my boyfriend we were friends first and then it was like he spit game and he was like hey i like you you want to be my girlfriend i was like okay you know what I mean? so it was a uh, like the first relationship my parents were like okay he went to the church it was the first one they acknowledged like you know because before it's just like oh you got a boyfriend oh, okay no you don't that's how it was but this one was different it was like okay she's getting older let's give her a little bit a little bit of you know room to grow a little bit right and so that was like how this happened this started right so let me give you this background right here let's talk about this real quick the the effect that parents have on their kids and the interactions they choose to have with their kids when they're like coming of age and they're dating and they're like figuring that relationship thing out is very important it's super important um 
because like we're very when we're that age i feel like we're still impressionable we're still trying to be cool we're still trying to like keep up with the social norms you know what i mean and so i was no exception you know what i mean like i was literally no exception but at the same time i feel like what i went through or the the experience i had um that i'm about to tell you about was not normal it was definitely not normal to me um yeah so let's <laughs> let's hop in here like y'all i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of scared to tell y'all this story but at the same time like i told like my sister-in-law the other day i wish i was in in my homegirl like in my in my god sister i wish i was brave enough to tell these stories when i was younger um so that they could help the next young lady you know what i mean because you know situations we get in situations when we're growing up that we don't even really know we're walking into and this is just one of those things i didn't even know i was walking into like i knew at some point this was gonna come up this was gonna like be a part of my growth phase and like my growth period like it was gonna be a, a moment in that time but the way this came up and the way it happened was just oh my god like there's Ooh, so let me break it down for you all right so this is what i was told two weeks uh after the fact i think it's probably like a couple weeks after the fact right so my boyfriend at the time and his mom apparently had a conversation and that conversation was like a follow-up to i'm assuming what was the birds and the bees talk like i, I think she might have been like hey you know y'all been together for a minute y'all 15 y'all about to turn 16 like we were like born five days apart same month same year type you know situation so we had a lot in common like there was a lot of uh common ground there you know what I mean and so he you know she was like are y'all like feeling like y'all being careful and all of this and he broke it down he's like mom we not we not doing nothing like we keeping it you know where she wanted essentially that's what he told her and all right so she was i guess she took that as like oh okay you know whatever and uh she used to always be like you know yeah i hope you marry my son you're such a sweet girl you're smart you got a bright future ahead of you he can learn a lot from you and you know you're a good influence you're different you carry yourself well and all that she used to tell me all of that a lot like she used to quite often say that right and so I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, a little naive little girl. I don't know nothing. I'm just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is my first boyfriend, man. I'm, I, we are all in some kind of cloud up here when we first start going through these experiences with, with a guy. Right. And so they had this conversation. And I'm not sure how this conversation ended. It's just that, um, I know where the conversation led, right? So after that conversation, fast forward back to me and him like two weeks after that, right? So this particular weekend, I didn't have a band trip or nothing like that. So, you know, a little band geek, I ain't had nothing to do, right? So of course, I'm going to see my boyfriend who went to a whole nother school in a whole nother district, lived outside the county lines and all that good stuff, right? Outside the city limits, sorry. And so <laughs> his mom would quite often like pick me up, drop me off if need be, if she could, whatever. So this was this weekend was no exception. So 
she came uh, to pick me up, right? And we were supposed to go eat. I'll never forget this. We were supposed to go eat and like go back to the house and hang out. I should be I should be back home by ten thirty. It's a Saturday night. No big deal, right? <laughs> so she picks me up. Sure enough, I get picked up. She uh, says, "Oh no, we're not gonna go eat right now. We're gonna go to the house first. All right, cool. That's fine. That you know." Cool. I'm not thinking nothing of it. We go back to the house. We probably there like 25, maybe to a half an hour. And um, she was like, hey, I'll be back later. And I'm like, what you mean? Where's she going? Like, I'm hungry. Like, we, where the food at? I'm hungry. Like, I, I waited for this so that I could eat. Like, you know what I mean? So Because I knew we were going to eat. Because when we ate, it was like a thing. Like, it was a moment. So I didn't really eat anything in prepare like in preparation for this meal that I was that we had talked about all week. But anyway, he's like, no, we're we we we're gonna get something to eat. I was like, all right, cool, bet. Not a problem. All right, I'm good. So we sat on the couch. We started watching a movie, some kind of action movie. I don't even remember the name of it. But thirty minutes goes by and I'm like Ain't nobody here but us. And usually his stepdad would come home like if we were left alone in the house, it would literally be like half an hour. No longer than forty five minutes. Like somebody was like if his mom left, his stepdad was like right here. Like he he was very close behind because somebody had to be there because we were, you know, hiding to tell kids that might have gotten into something we shouldn't have been doing, right? Um, but anyway, this never happened, right? And he's like, 45 minutes later, like, into us, like, just chilling by ourselves. He's like, hold on. I got something for you. I'll be right back. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm thinking it's going to be some food, drinks, something. Something I can, you know, get some satiation going on with, right? (laughs) And so, he comes back with this little box. He sits on the couch. He starts talking to me, like, he was he was a guy that was not short on words to express how he felt and that's what he did. He broke it down. He's like, I really like you, I love you. Um here's I got a promise ring and you know, I wanted to make this promise to you. Um Yeah, so he gave me a promise ring. He put the ring. I was like, it's cute, it was a really cute ring. He put it on my finger. I'm like, Oh like I'm I'm on cloud nine now. I'm like, oh shoot, he gave me some jewelry. My first real piece of jewelry from a dude? Oh, God. He got me. He got me, right? <laughs> so, let me speed this story up because I ain't going to hold you. Anyway, um, so, like, all right, cool. We sit back on the couch. We're watching this movie. Fifteen minutes later, he, he, he was gone. He left after that. He was like, let me go put this up. Like, he put something up or something like that. He came back, like, 15 minutes later. He's like, come here. I want to show you something. So, I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know what he's trying to show me. So, he takes me by the hand and he walks me upstairs. I'm already like, hey, what you doing? You know we can't walk upstairs. Like, we can't go upstairs. Like, you know that. That's a rule, right? We're 15. We, we ain't had no business being upstairs. Just like in your mama's house growing up, you better not close no doors up in here. You know what I mean? That's what that was like. You know what I mean? So, anyway, he pulls me upstairs. We're going upstairs. We get to the threshold of his room. And all I see is this, like, this glow. Right, and I'm like, oh my god, like, what's up in here? Okay, so uh, he walks me in, and the first thing I see is candles everywhere, like, just like candles, like, 
oh my god candles i'm like oh my god it's so pretty in here so i started looking around i was like oh my god and i looked to the right and the bed is there and there's rose petals spread across the bed right and on the nightstand is a box of protection like legitimately a box of protection right and so <laughs> and so stay with me because this this yeah this gets great so as we're walking around he's like yeah i gotta show you something else so he had an ensuite to his room so we walk in the bathroom in the bathroom there's a bath a bubble bath already run kid you not i'm not playing a bubble bath already run um we caught like rose petals in the bath, like all you know, cute. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Now, by now, I'm I'm sweating bullets because I'm one, I'm nervous because I know what this means. Two, I'm nervous because I know what this means. Three, my daddy gonna kill me. Four, my mama probably gonna kill me. Five, my brother's probably gonna kill him. Yeah, like it's a lot going on. Like it's so like, where is his mama? Like I'm tripping. Like oh my god. Like I'm trying to play it cool and be this like little mature fifteen year old girl who's like, you know, I'm okay with it. Man, listen, I'm mo- I'm losing it, right? And so we get ready to walk out of the bathroom. As we were walking, like turning to walk out, there's a vanity like to the right or whatever, and there's like two champagne glasses. And a rosé like drink. I don't I don't know. Could have been like pink champagne. I don't know. Alcohol content probably wasn't no more than what? 8%? I don't know. Either way. So we walk back into the bedroom, right? And we're uh, <laughs> he's talking to me. He grabs my hands. He's like breaking it down. Like he's this really emotional kid in touch with his feelings. And he's like, I don't know, this is what he's doing. You know, just spin his little game. I'm freaking out. I don't even remember half the stuff he said. All I I remember saying, Oh my God, um, I need a moment. I remember saying that. Give me a minute. I need a minute to pri- like, you know, let me think about it. Like, let me think about this. Real? Like, let me think about this. And he was like, Okay, cool, cool. It's fine. You know, no pressure. If you don't want to do something, they always say that. If you don't want to do something, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he leaves the room. He goes outside. I hear him leave the house. Like go outside. He's in the driveway. I see him pacing back and forth. I'm in the room, freaking out. Like I don't want to die. Cause like in my head, all I see is like, yeah, like this, this, this thing happening. I don't know. Like, like the consequences of what might happen tonight could like blow up everything and like it'd be like world war three on site right <laughs> so so i freak out and i leave and i go downstairs and i sit back on the couch and i start back watching the movie like ain't nothing ever happened right and i'm just like nah nah i don't know i'm saying no and i'm also saying like should i and i'm also saying like you don't want to die like your parents gonna kill you and i'm also saying like this is my boyfriend. He gave me a promise ring. You know, like, it's all these things. All these things are rolling. Like, rolling. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know. Because, like, I don't know if, I don't know, it was like some kind of a movie. You got candles, rose petals, you know, a little naive girl. Oh, my God. It's a sure shot, right? 
wrong. Because mama didn't raise no food at all. There was nothing normal about uh, that particular interaction and that that there was nothing normal about that right and so he comes back in the house and this is the end of the story before I go into like you know just what I learned from this and the effect it had on me um so he comes back in the house he sits down he's like you know well actually he started walking upstairs but he because he thought I was still up there now your girl had made her way back down to the couch she was chilling like a villain. Anyway, so he comes, he sees me. Oh, I thought you were still upstairs. Like, nah, I'm down here, right? And he talks. He s- sits down and he started talking, y'all. And this one, it like the red flag got a red flag. How you get a red flag on top of the red flag? Let me tell you how. He sat down. He was like, Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to pressure you, but I also wanted to make it really, really special if you, you know, if you wanted to, you know, go to the next level and go to the next step with me like that you know because me and mama was talking what huh i didn't say nothing but i'm like huh you and Pooh was talking and so <laughs> and so i'm tripping as soon as he said me and mama was talking red flag on top of red flag how you yeah and so he was like yeah she helped me set it up like i wanted to make sure everything was nice right now this was before i had a degree in psychology but you know what i mean like common sense ain't common kind of stuff was not popping right then like he didn't think that he should have held that information like his mama his mother his his mother helped him plan my 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 uh-huh my next yeah anyway his mother you know what I mean? So that's why I say I wish I was brave enough to tell these this this stories like this when I was younger. Because I don't know what young girls were are being faced with now. Because that was extreme. You know what I mean? And I didn't ever I never told mom if you're watching this. I'm sorry, but I did the right thing. I don't know what else to say about that. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm sorry, but I did the right thing at the time for the moment. You know what I mean? I walked away. I walked away. You got to know when to hold, know when to fold. Yeah, know when to walk away, know when to run. I walked away and kind of run. You know what I mean? I ran after that. Um, But, no, I wish I had shared these stories, like, you know, things like this when I was younger. So that, you know, I could catch girls growing up and, like, you know, help them. I don't know, give them something to reference. You know what I mean? Because grown-ups man like some of these grown-ups be out here and she was she was out here this was like 2000 what two 2000 nah 2001 this was like 2001 bro like mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. my goodness my (laughs) my goodness and so since then like from that moment like after we broke up and all of that like that just stuck with me you know what I mean like it stuck with me I went for like the effect it had on me I went for guys that were like try I tried to pick a guy who who seemed to have a, a healthy relationship with his mother or his grandmother because 
I don't know what that was. That was some like I don't know. That was something different. You know what I mean? Like I I chose the opposite. He wanted to be a rapper. I was looking for a nerd. I was looking for a geek. You know what I mean? I was looking for somebody that didn't talk a lot. Somebody that was you know real reserved. You know what I mean? And if you know me, if you really know me, and if you know like who I dated here and there, I stuck to it. <laughs> and you know I did. You like oh shoot. Oh, shoot, she really did, right? But at the same time, guess what happened? His mother's behavior, in a sense, rubbed off on me, in a sense. Not necessarily. I just saw her behavior, and it was kind of like the behavior I saw from, like, my brothers at some point. You know what I mean? Like, them dating multiple people and not really committing to one person. Um, For whatever reason, whether that was the pressure of relationship, I don't know. I don't know. It just looked like it was acceptable to like not really be tied down to one person. You know what I mean? Like it was okay to figure it out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So talk to your your, your kids, man. Like make sure you're not really throwing them in there without no kind of guidance. Talk to them. See what, see what they're doing. See what they're doing. See who they've been talking to. See how they, their friends, parents, or whatever, like, yo, listen, you think that's extreme? It gets worse. It can, it can get worse, but I'm not going to go that far, okay? But anyway, shout out to you guys, man. I appreciate you. This has been episode one of the Life of Music Podcast. Yes. I did it. 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 Please, please, please like, follow, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. But most importantly, guys, I would appreciate it if you just take some uh, take some time and leave some comments, some questions, or whatever. You know, if you got a story you want to share, inbox it. Like, I will share it. We can get that dialogue popping. Um, but, yeah, I thank you guys so much for hanging out with your girl. It has been a long 22 minutes <laughs> a long and nerve-wracking 22 minutes but i'm gonna leave you with the song of the day let's get it popping a bunt featuring kiki wyatt you and i